Hi, Justine here from Aurora Facets Transformational Healing. This is the Metaphysical Musings podcast. I'm here with fellow healer Christian, and we'd like to invite you to imagine yourself in our metaphysical front room having a cup of tea and just listening to one of our musings. Today, we're talking about how to balance your life when you start to develop your spiritual path and how it can for some feel almost like an addiction it's so exciting to find this different um, way of life or way of feeling and all these different experiences when you first start to for example meditate and learn about your chakras and learn about this portal and that angel and this angel and it's it's really about tempering that enthusiasm and excitement with remembering that you are here on planet earth you are here in a physical body and that we're here to experience life in that physical body as well as be connected to energy the divine whatever you want to call it so it really is about balance and not about getting swept away which is also I think um, one of the things that can happen when people take um, plant medicine Uh, it can become very addictive to have not only that spiritual quest but a form of escapism from the normality um, or the drudgery if you're not having a good life here can be all too enticing to escape and go somewhere else in our minds and energetic body and spend less and less time here in reality and we can all in a frenetic world as it is already be quite ungrounded so um, adding spirituality into that and not keeping our feet firmly planted on the ground can can lead to people feeling quite quite sick and disconnected if it ends up not being uh, balanced. So I'd just like to pass that concept uh, uh, discussion over to you, Christian, see what your thoughts are on it. Hmm. Um, I would loan a word or a sentence here from Buddhism and basically the middle path. So it's it's finding that as you said, balance or that path to the two extremes. So doing completely um, ascetic practices probably don't help you too much or do you too much good. Doing completely the opposite and and disregarding everything doesn't also help. And I think many people who start with that, for example, when they they get drawn to a certain spiritual practice, going to workshops and so on, it's becoming, I don't know, like a, like a weekend guru first, isn't it? You go to weekend retreats, to workshops, you are in a circle, you have all these nice feelings, and then on Monday you, you change back into your work personality, go to your office, work, do your job there, and then up until Friday evening, and then switch again. And the, the concept is obviously to bring those two worlds together, those two lives, and merge it into one. You become a spiritual, I don't know, lawyer, accountant, bus driver, 
but also a bus driving spiritual person also so that's how do you balance it I think it's a very good point that you bring up about doing the weekend courses and there's nothing wrong with that and going back to your ordinary life um, can actually be almost quite traumatizing when you've you've had uh, a beautiful sort of more enlightening experience at a weekend with like-minded people and you're having all those wonderful times sometimes it can be quite emotionally um challenging if you're if you're digging into things to then suddenly come back to as we call or our ordinary reality everyday life um one of the lessons to learn is to smooth that transition because it is literally like coming back with a really hard bump sometimes and and one can feel quite oversensitized and quite emotional and and not able to deal with the sort of the yin and the yang of it and that's where i think um it's so important at the end of these kind of events to practice grounding because that grounding will help you have that smooth transition back into your normal everyday life and to bring the tools with you to enjoy and when you can bring those tools into your everyday life to enjoy um you don't then feel such a need to escape um and do the more sort of extreme of just searching 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 when we all get excited it's like having a new toy you're like does this work how does that work how does that make me feel and that's completely normal but it's it's not allowing it to take over and finding what resonates with you and still being very present here yeah absolutely I think tool is a wonderful analogy here i mean if you have a hammer in your hand everything looks like a nail so sometimes then you try to to put everything in daily life through the lenses of your recent weekend experience or so on and trying what will spirit tell you because your love manager look cross to you in the morning or whatsoever which um, is probably not always um, helpful and then the other thing is obviously tools is also good because you need to have them at hand you need to practice them you need to keep them sharp it's quite easy in the morning you go out of bed you have your little meditation or yoga practice or you go to a kind of special place for doing your meditation be it a temple or or whatsoever that's all good but then in daily life, if you feel that the anger is coming over you and you start shouting and swearing, that doesn't help. It's really how can you make sure that when you feel that the anger is coming, that you can apply those meditative techniques and say, okay, I recognize the anger, I see it coming and I let it go. It's not me, I'm not my emotion. And it's so easy to say that in a workshop and to experience that in a nice surrounding, but being really in the heat of a of a moment somewhere in daily life in a traffic people are honking children are screaming and shouting to then really detach yourself and apply that that's basically the the um, end goal here isn't it it is and and also though as well it's also accepting that life is messy but you can find beauty in that mess and when you go on a weekend and everything's you know beautiful and light and this and that it's it's about recognizing that 
we are in a human body with emotions or whatever, not to self-flagellate when we have hiccups, when we come back to normal reality. As you say, we might have anger, we might have this, we might have that, but it's all part of the beauty of our of our nature. And yes, we can have tools to work with it, but the idea isn't to completely be devoid of reactions, emotions, because that's the beauty of being human being in this human form is still to treasure those moments where we might lose it slightly or or get upset it's that's okay it's about how do you ride that transition what was your exploration of it what did you learn from it it's not about blanking off and we can never experience that I think we put too much pressure on ourselves to be this enlightened uh, guru that that doesn't have the emotions or the messiness and the beauty that can come with that so it's about balance at the end of the day yeah i think balance comes also with practice and it's great to do a weekend workshop and learn something but it's really to to repeat and repeat and repeat it's like driving and when you learn drive a car you are completely nervous and after a few years you you eat you talk you do certain things all at the same while you're driving because you just know how to drive and it's the same with, with those practices and that for example also the beauty like if you have a regular class like your moon circle where people show up in a certain every 14 days or so and, and do a specific practice because first of all it's a discipline the energy that you give in but also then it's repeat, repeat, repeat until it's really is ingrained in you. And that obviously is it's wonderful. Yeah. And that's the beauty of having your daily practice, as they say. So leaving that with you, the essence of the importance of balance in your life. And hope you enjoyed this pod- podcast and we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Thank you for being here.